Hey, Producer Cast family, welcome to episode 161 of Producer Cast, where we turn producers into pros. I'm your host, Andrew, and today we're talking about the different types of compressors. What makes them different? What are they? When do you use them? How do you use them? So over the weekend, I ran a quiz on my personal Instagram account, at Andrew with the Vine, and I basically asked a bunch of questions about engineering, production, just to kind of figure out what things people know about, what people don't know about. And one of the most interesting sets of questions in that quiz was around the different types of compressors. And you may be familiar with these, you may not be. If you're a Logic user, you're probably more familiar with them because there's kind of like an emulation of these and the built-in Logic compressor. But basically, the general types of compression are optical compression, variable mu compression, FET compression, VCA compression, and These are all different actual analog models of compressors, but pretty much every every single type of digital compressor in in your computer software and in your DAW will resemble one of these types of compressors. Like most compressor software is modeled after an analog unit that falls into one of these types. There's also multiband compressors, which really requires a whole different episode to dive deep into. You could spend a whole month diving deep into multiband compression. But basically out of these like kind of more general types that represent the circuitry of the specific model, each one has unique characteristics. So we're going to dive into these four main types of compressors, opto, FET, VCA, Varimu, all all of them, right? So let's start with opto. You'll usually see this uh, written as opto, but it, it means optical. It's one of the most popular compressor designs. And really what's super unique about this one, I, I love opto compressors just because of kind of the the style of compression that it actually uses and the way it does it is just very cool so it uses a light bulb and a photo cell right so like there's a light bulb and every time the sound crosses a threshold i should probably mention we're going to dive deep into compression terminology here so if you're not familiar with uh threshold attack and release um you know any of these kind of general compression concepts i recommend going back to the very first episodes of this show ever and we dive deep into the specifics of compression of eq within the first 10 episodes and and i really highly recommend looking at that before diving too deep into this but if you're familiar with compression if you use compressors then let's dive deep here because this is really really valuable stuff right so an opto compressor an optical compressor it uses a light bulb every time the signal crosses the threshold the light bulb turns on and then the photo cell is actually what applies the compression right so like the the light bulb activates the photo cell as the signal crosses the threshold and then the photo cell will basically be the thing that is determining that compression is being applied at which point you know the the ratio etc all, all that stuff will um be applied based on the photo cell but attack and release are actually controlled by the photo cell and what's really cool about an optical compressor like this is that instead of having that kind of standard attack and release setting it is actually determined by the signal right so like you know as the signal gets louder the light bulb gets bigger so more compression is applied or like you know the light bulb gets brighter so more compression is applied if it's just like slightly crossing the threshold then less compression gets applied and that affects everything from the ratio to the attack and release and it it really is just a very unique way of doing compression if you're ever in a like high-end recording studio and you see the compressors that like just like the the light bulb shines on and off as the signal is playing that is 
nine times out of ten going to be an opto compressor of some sort. Uh, the, these compressors are known for having a very natural and fat, like, you know, um, warm kind of sound, more fat, like, you know, like really big sound, uh, very, um, very natural music sound, like, you know, works great for uh, you know, those sounds that you really want to have cut through more vocals, opto compressors are awesome on vocals because it's going to give it that natural um, strength to the vocals without having to fidget with too many settings to make it perfect. Um, and, and it's great too because you know it's got that slow attack and release as the light bulb actually controls how much attack and release there is on the signal and and that's going to allow the voice to essentially determine like you know based on the phrasing how much compression is being applied how much attack and release is being applied really great on vocals great on synthesizers to really like make them big in the mix uh and, and that's optical compression that's really the most fascinating one but we're going to dive into these other three because they're also very valuable and i think really like optical compression is kind of the easiest one to grasp because it's so different the other three are kind of like more minor differences but knowing when to apply which one will drastically change how effective your compression is if you can apply the right compressor at the right time you're going to get better compression right so variable mu this is a compressor that uses tubes so uh you know you, you've heard of like a tube compressor or a tube mic uh that's a very mu compressor it is a compressor that uses tubes in fact it actually uses multiple tubes back to back so it's like a series of tubes and that is going to determine how much gain reduction is applied to the signal. Um, so basically how much input goes into it will determine how the, the tubes are, like the, the bias of the tubes, and that will compress the signal. These are really great for defining the um, like kind of peripheries of your mix. So if you're talking about really high frequencies, this is going to be a great one because it's going to apply that classic tube character. You know, like it, when I think of, of a tube, like a tube mic, it's going to character the sound, right? It's going to have like that distinctive tube sound. And that, that's just something that's like different. It's like kind of a subtle saturation. Um, it's, a, it's a recognizable sound. It's, a, it's an iconic sound. Uh, it, it's going to have a slower attack. Um, which is again really great for basically having a uh, less sort of um, less sort of like hmm, what, what what's the what what am I trying to say here basically like you know really let me, let me start with the application here right so a very mu compressor this is generally going to be your bus compressor right so if if you have like um, slate plugins, for example, this is like your, your VBC rack, the, the virtual bus compressor rack is primarily very mu compressors. Um, and, and in general, if you have a plugin that you know is a good very mu emulator, it's going to be great for doing your entire mix bus. And that's really where the slow attack comes into play is that it's going to avoid having like these drastic uh, compression kind of transients that that could really make a mix bus sound like too aggressive or or too um like too punchy uh but it, it will add that character that subtle saturation that tube saturation to the entire sound without really uh 
messing with the transients too much. And, and that's really the, the great thing about the very mu is like it, it's basically going to help shape your frequency range, especially at the peripheries, the low end, the high end. It, it's going to add that subtle saturation. It's going to help it sound um, warmer. It's going to help it sound thicker. It's going to help it sound more clear, especially when applied to the mix bus. Like really just think of very mu as basically a mix bus. So you could throw this on your master channel. If you're not using a mix bus, like at the top of your master channel, or you could throw a very mu compressor on the actual mix bus. If you're using a mix bus and before it goes to mastering. Um, but just in general, like very mu is a great compressor because it has the tubes for that mix bus application. Okay, let's talk about the FET compressor. So FET stands for Field Effect Transistor. This is um, one of the newer varieties of compressors. This is a newer technology that's, uh, I don't know how long it's been around for, but it's definitely been around for like at least 10 years. I think probably closer to like 20 or 30. Uh, I don't really know, but uh, it basically it uses this FET component, which is, um, just like really a specific type of transistor that defines this it's going to have that more aggressive punchy sound great for drums you know like if you want something to punch through the mix effect compressor is your option i wouldn't use it on vocals i think that the the transient shaping on it would be too aggressive for vocals but for drums like you know if you if you have that 808 you really want to punch through the mix effect compressor is the move if you have a uh, snare and you're just trying to get people to like blink as they, they listen to the snare because it like slaps so hard effect compressor is the move it's going to have that quick attack the uh, the punch that really helps it cut through the mix it, it's going to be um, probably the most aggressive type of compression that you could use as effect compressor and that makes it really great for extreme styles of music and makes it really great for those sounds that you need to cut through the mix where you want intensity like you know i might think of like something like um like rod wave i wouldn't consider like aggressive music but throwing like effect compressor on some of the drum sounds and that type of music would definitely help add a lot of the intensity and emotion to it so you don't even have to think of it as like you know like a heavy metal compressor or something you know it's just a, a compressor that's really valuable for basically anything you want to really stand out have a distinctive like harder uh transient in the mix and really the fat compressor is just the most useful for that so Basically, I have the FET compressor in, in your arsenal for that purpose. And finally, that brings us to the VCA compressor. This is the voltage-controlled amplifier. Um, and again, the, the voltage-controlled amplifier is like another strange electrical component in the circuitry. I'm not a hardware guy to that extent, but... Uh, Basically, you know, it really has to do with the circuitry and what's more important for our purposes as producers, as engineers, as musicians is understanding the application of it, right? So like, you know, if you want to learn really like all the uh, electrical components of this, go to trade school for two years, learn uh, electrical engineering and then go back and apply it to music. I actually don't think that's a bad option. I, I think that's really a, a pretty great career path because at that point you're developing two skills that very few people have one or the other so being able to have both is a pretty cool thing um so i you know just kind of as an aside I, i'm not even saying that as a joke like electrical engineering is really a great skill in this industry that very few people have um 
and, and I don't really understand it, right? Like I, I couldn't tell you what makes a voltage controlled amplifier different from a field effect transistor in terms of like their actual electrical components, but I can tell you that compressors using one or the other have distinctive characteristics, right? So like the FET compressor is gonna be that aggressive punchy sound, whereas a VCA compressor is going to be a very clear sound. It's gonna be a sound with a lot of clarity. It's not going to really um, distort, saturate, uh, color the sound much at all. It's, it's really going to maintain the clarity and focus strictly on the dynamics. This is um, probably the most versatile type of compressor you could use. It's the, the most straightforward type of compressor that you could use. Uh, and, and really, if you want like a one-size-fits-all compressor, it's probably the VCA compressor. But the reason I can't really say that is because um, you know, like an opto compressor is going to be better for that natural performance, right? Like, you know, if I was trying to get like a really natural performance out of something like a vocal or even, um, like a very, uh, a very defined performance out of a vocal, I'd use an opto compressor. If, if I'm doing like mixed bus compression, I, I'm going to look at the very mute compressor. If I'm doing drum compression or like a heavy metal guitar, I'm going to look at FET compression. If I'm looking for a one size fits all for like maybe those sounds that aren't as distinctive as drums, lead sounds, or vocals, or uh, bus compression, then I'm gonna look at the VCA, right? So like if I've got these kind of auxiliary sounds that really shouldn't cut through the mix as much, might be like more like an atmospheric sound or a um, kind of like a subtle synth line that's not really part of the lead, but like, you know, just kind of like a, a lick, uh, I'd use a VCA, right? Or background vocals, I might use a VCA. In general, you could really use a VCA for anything because it's not going to have those like kind of extreme characteristics of the other three types of compressors, right? Like the Opto, Very, Mu, and Fet all have a distinctive sound and the VCA doesn't really have a sound so much as it just has the ability to control the dynamics, if that makes sense. And really where you're going to find the most application for all of these is with experimenting with them. This is one reason I mentioned Logic Pro X at the beginning of this. I personally haven't even like opened Logic Pro X. I've not had my Mac near me in like a year, but um, Logic Pro X, the, the compressor, just the built-in compressor, I think it's honestly the, and, and like this, it might be starting a war with like Pro Tools users, uh, and Pro Tools is pretty solid on this front as well, but like, especially by comparison to like uh, Ableton or FL Studio, both of which I love, the Logic Compressor just blows everything out of the water, uh, especially since the update like five or six years ago, where they basically created a option for the compressors that, um, allows you to select like any of these types of compressors. Like, you know, like for example, like, I, I mean, I love Slate Digital. I love the Slate plugins and all, all these kinds of plugins are in there. I love the Waves plugins. All these kinds of plugins are the Waves plugins, UA, Universal Audio, like all, all, all these exist. Even the Native Instruments uh, plugins are, are really great on this front. But the problem is, is that they all have like weird names with letters and numbers and like the Logic Compressor, like the compressors are legit just called like OptoFET VCA variant. Like it, it, it's super simple. Um, it's super effective. It's, it's super straightforward and it really allows you to effectively determine which type of compressor you're going to use at which point. Um, one thing I would recommend doing because a lot of us aren't in Logic, I'm not using Logic right now, and uh, I have probably like 50 compressors in all my plugins. So really what I would recommend doing is going through making a list of all your compressors and then identifying, you, you might have to do some Google searches, you might have to like 
make your best guess at some points, but if you can identify, and, and some compressors might not even be analog modeled, right? Like the Ableton compressor, for example, just the, the basic Ableton compressor, the basic uh, FL Studio compressor, they're not analog modeled. They, they don't fit into any of these three categories. And in my opinion, that really makes them the weakest kind of compressor. Like they're, they're probably closest to a VCA compressor, but even then they're mixing, or they're missing some of the analog characteristics of a VCA compressor. So I'd really look at like your higher end compressors. If you have any compressors, in your plugins, um, anywhere that you have compressors, look at them, write them out, identify what kind of compressor each one is. It might be a digital compressor. We'll add a fifth category for digital compressor. That's like one that's not analog modeled. It's basically just like a very straightforward compressor that doesn't add really any character, kind of like a VCA. But even then, really the big difference of the VCA is that the VCA, more than like these kind of digital, very straightforward, simple compressors, uh, the VCA is going to actually have like a, a kind of more clear texture, right? Like that clarity is, um, and, and that transparency is, is something that's noticeable in comparison to a, a less effective, cheaper compressor, right? Like analog modeled compressors are really the move, especially for in the box production like it, it makes a huge difference to use a good quality compressor so whatever compressors you have go through identify what kind of compressor they are do the google searches it might take a couple hours but once you know what you have to work with once you know like what the different types of compressors are once you understand which compressors you have um and and when to apply each one, right? Like, so, you know, you, you know, you're going to use your optical compressor for vocals. You're going to use it for, um, for like a lead synthesizer. Maybe your very mute compressor, you know, that's going to be your bus compressor, uh, your FET compressor, you know, that's going to be like your drum compressor or, uh, your really aggressive compressor. Like even like if I was doing like a screamed vocal, I might do like a, a FET compressor versus a opto compressor or a like heavy guitar, but even like, you know, like a trap drums, like I love using FET compressors on trap drums. Um, it, it really makes a big difference and like that there's a level of efficiency to it as well like you know i mean i love the boost knob and fl studio but drum mixing ultimately has to be more than just the boost knob if you're if you're going for that really uh defined sound so uh fat compressor that's your drum compressor vca that's kind of your general purpose compressor and your compressor with a lot of clarity um and then you've got your digital compressors which are basically your low cpu and low cost compressors. Like that's really the benefit of the digital compressors and, and every other aspect, I think there's a better compressor. Like they're, they're not gonna be the best sounding compressors, but they'll generally be the cheapest and uh, most um, CPU efficient compressors. So basically that that's really all I have to say about the different types of compressors. I know this is kind of like a more strange topic than we usually cover, one that is uh, more advanced, um, but really this makes a huge difference. Like, you know, if you, if you understand attack and release and threshold and like uh, makeup gain and, and all the different settings that uh, are, are the fundamentals of compression, the next step is understanding all the different types of compressors, like understanding different models of compressors is even a step beyond this. And, and that's really what I'm encouraging you to do is to look at all the different models of compressors that you have and basically identify which ones fit into which category. And then you'll have a better understanding of when to apply which one. It makes a huge difference. Uh, it, it really will take your compression like 
leagues ahead of everyone. I, I even, uh, uh, I don't want to like out anybody here, but when I ran this quiz, there were a few professional engineers who answered this quiz and got some of these questions wrong. So like really it's going to put you far ahead of like even some professional engineers if you can apply compression with an awareness of what kind of compressor is going to most effectively do the job. Anyways, God bless. I'll hear you next time.